2: Day number 94. 94. Reaching day 100 soon and 107 days since Joe Biden promised he wouldn't abandon Americans behind enemy lines, which he did. Uh, We do have actually some news. Uh, Let me just give a heads up to our affiliates along the Sean Hannity Show Network. Yes, we are on jury watch uh, and will be throughout the afternoon. uh, If, in fact, the jury comes back uh, in the Rittenhouse case... And uh, by the way, Kenosha now bracing for a potential unrest, and so are other cities around the country. Um, the National Guard has been held, uh, been called up as well in in places. Uh, but I do have an update. There is a veterans group, members of what's called the Afghan Evac Coalition, met Monday video call with the idiot Secretary of State uh, Blinken to press the case for additional resources to help tens of thousands of people get the hell out of Afghanistan that they abandoned and that we now know family members of veterans were left behind. We now know from three weeks ago, hundreds of Americans still remain caught behind enemy lines. Thousands of people, according to Blinken, that legally can come to the U.S. because they have green cards. Never mind the tens of thousands of Afghan allies Uh, Now we know the Taliban uh, has gone back to their old ways and their treatment of women being beaten in the street, restrictive laws for women. Uh, We know that uh, those days of oppression are back and pretty much in broad daylight, people are getting killed every day. if It's proven that they in any way help the United States anyway. So they're trying. The State Department isn't doing enough, they said the whole government. Uh, needs to be on board we need the international community to step up and we need it done quickly according to peter Lucier, who's a former marine serving in afghanistan that works with coalition member team america winter is coming there's famine already and he said he's asking the state department to help facilitate this they have no interest joe biden said it in his own words that that he has turned the page on afghanistan Turn the page means never talk about it, never get asked by the media mob about it. That's what turn the page means. Uh, Before we get to the Rittenhouse case, and obviously on on Verdict Watch all throughout the day today, uh, I got a lot of news out of Washington that we're going to get to. Uh, ABC, Washington Post poll, 59% say Biden is expanding government too much. You think? Yes, true. By the way, Mr. President Unity more America is more divided under Biden uh, since he took office. That's not a shock to any to any to me. Uh, Biden has underestimated. This is the Washington Post. The problems facing the country as Democrats fear that that has become now a massive political problem. Uh, now, as we begin to get more of the details of build back better, new Green Deal socialism uh, we're finding out that, in fact, it does raise taxes on the middle class. And we already know that the poor and middle class in this country are being disproportionately impacted by Biden's inflation. Again, is another another preventable, self-inflicted wound that he caused. The high cost of energy is killing everybody. Build back better will lower costs for American families and give a little bit of breathing room. No, it's not. And nor is the lie that it costs you nothing. Nothing costs zero. doesn't cost a penny. Well, if that's true, then why, you know, we have some more moderate Democrats that think that this is political suicide for them, and they're now pushing back, and they're saying, all right, let's get a CBO score, and now the White House doesn't want the CBO score because they know they've been lying about this cost nothing. The CBO is expected to conclude... Contrary to what Kamala and Joe, who, by the way, apparently hate each other, are saying that build back better new Green Deal socialism will not pay for itself, that it will explode the debt and the deficit, and it's going to send inflation into the stratosphere. They don't want the CBO score. According to the Washington Examiner, House Democratic leaders said lawmakers could vote on whatever the final number ends up being. As of today, it's one point eight five trillion by the way, this is House Democrats. They still got to get through Mansion and Cinema, which I don't even know if it's going to be possible. But anyway, this is their new Green Deal socialism bill. Uh, they want a, a vote as early as Thursday before the CBO cost analysis is completed. Of course, they want it beforehand because it's going to destroy their argument and expose the big lie. And the genius Pete Judge with the great experience of, oh, that's right, he was mayor of South Bend, Indiana, uh, saying, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of disruptions with supply chains, and they're out there blaming we, the American people, for our consumption habits. Well, we never had supply chain problems before them. They created that problem, too. You know, begging OPEC isn't working. Why don't we ask Texas, Oklahoma, uh, Alaska, and North Dakota? I keep saying it every day. Pump prices soaring. Biden proposes a new drilling ban. Oh, that's genius. Biden announced uh, yesterday a proposal for a 20-year ban on new oil and gas drilling uh, in the northwest New Mexico area, the oldest Native American site in the U.S. In coming weeks, the Department of Interior's Bureau of Land Management will start the agency process to bar new oil and gas leasing on federal lands. You know what? You know what the people in the Middle East are thinking? OPEC is thinking as a barrel of oil now reaches towards a hundred bucks a barrel. They're thinking this is the dumbest country on the face of the earth because we have all of the fi- all of the energy resources that you would ever want. And yet we're not using them. Another Obama, uh, Obama economist jumped ship blaming Biden and his spending for this inflation. Last Wednesday, government said its consumer price index soared 6.2% from a year ago. That's the biggest jump since 1990. That would be over 31 years ago. Biggest jump since then. It's a large blow against the transitory narrative, said Jason Furman, who served as a top economic advisor in the Obama administration. Inflation's not slowing. It's maintaining a red-hot pace. And by the way, and then Furman suggested the misguided policies, economic policies of Biden. They poured kerosene on the fire and a flood of government spending, including this this infrastructure, coronavirus relief. When you add it all up together, it's it's unsustainable. And the people that are paying the price the most are the poor and middle class, the people they claim to have the most compassion for. Even Janet Yellen is now flipping and flopping on uh, inflation. That Remember, she was saying it's only transitory. That was, you know, six months ago. Well, now Yellen has changed her tune. And she you couldn't say on Sunday whether she was confident inflation would stabilize by next year's November midterms. It really depends on the pandemic. No, it doesn't depend on the pandemic. You want to fix the economy? I'll tell you how to do it. Go back to the Trump economic plan and stop spending more money than you have incentivize people to get back to work the next best thing you could do is secure the border and the next most important thing you can do is go back to trump's policies of energy independence and drop the cost of oil dramatically america's poverty rate as a result of joe biden's economic policies according to the latest census bureaus yeah, it's now under Joe Biden it's it is exploding. The Urban Institute's projection for Biden's poverty rate, they put it at 13.7%. It's you just can't make it by every single solitary measure it gets worse. The first step in fighting infl- inflation is to vaccinate 5 to 11 year olds. That's what the senior White House White House economic advisor, Brian Deese, deflected uh, in terms of inflation. The first step to stop inflation is vaccinate five to 11 years old. Please tell me you're not that stupid. Apparently, they are. Lawrence Summers has really taken on the Biden economic plan. Janet Yellen doesn't particularly like it. Well, I'll give you one quick example. I was reading the story about Tyson Foods. They're a great company. They try to keep the cost of their products, beef, pork, chicken, uh, down on a regular basis. You know, they produce 20 percent of all U.S. beef, chicken and pork. They said they have had to raise their prices across the board of every major business unit. And, you know, sales are OK. That That's not a problem for them. But they're now charging dramatically higher prices than they were before. And that's because of Biden's inflation. For example, chicken is up 19 percent uh, pork prices, beef prices, pork prices, 33 and 38 percent respectively. If you want a steak, it's 38 percent more. You want a pork chop, it's 33 percent more. You want a chicken breast, it's 19 percent more. Chicken wings, same thing. Doesn't matter. Unbelievable. White House chief of staff says, well, things are a lot better in this country than they were a year ago. No, they're not. Regarding the economy and COVID, no, we have more dead people from COVID this year. You idiot! They just purposefully lie. The American people, you know what? It doesn't matter because the American people are feeling it every single solitary day. Every day you fill up your 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 gas tank, you're feeling it. Every day you go to the grocery store, the drugstore, Lowe's, Home Depot, wherever you go, you're feeling it. You're paying it. It sucks. And it's dramatic. The Congressional Budget Office already found, for example, the one point two trillion dollar spending bill. This is why they don't want their Bill Back Better, New Green Deal Socialism scored by the CBO. They found the one point two trillion dollar infrastructure plan is gonna add two hundred and fifty six billion dollars to the deficit. According to the Penn Wharton budget model, they said there'd be no significant level of economic growth either. They're not going to get anything out of it. But the but the bipartisan infrastructure plan with thirteen Republicans in the House, you know, caved and went along with this stupidity. It does it does define gender identity as a protected class. It does dole out dignity equity grants. It contains funding for zero emission vehicles. It addresses over the road bus tolling equity. It contains the word equity 64 times. It provides roughly 2.5 billion to help the U.S. government expand the border processing stations. It contains a $10 million grant to create a, a vehicle miles travel tax, uh, a pilot program okay now we're, not only do we get taxed on gasoline now we're gonna get it taxed by the mile. One studied build back better that act actually cost 4.91 trillion. In other words, they're saying that the 1.7 trillion when you score it out is really going to cost 4.91. And this is what Joe Manchin was complaining about. He talked about all the economic uh tricks and games and gimmicks that they're they're playing with the numbers. In other words, they're just not math properly on purpose to deceive the public it's not 1.75 it's 4.91 unbelievable it's just so typical all right we are jury uh, verdict watch in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. We'll give you the latest updates in a few minutes here. Uh, One thing that has become clear, even fake news CNN is acknowledging it, is the relationship between Joe and Kamala is a disaster. Even their reporting uh, she is not being adequately prepared or positioned and being sidelined including, you know, by, by the president. There's a rocky relationship with parts of the White House. Their words, not mine. Harris is perceived to be in a weak position. Top Democrats in and outside Washington uh, now are saying, "Uh uh-oh, I thought she was the heir apparent. And one Harris aide offered the issue is some in, in the West Wing don't have constant knowledge of what the vice president's team is doing. Harris complaining to confidants about not being a greater part of the president's approach to the Afghanistan withdrawal. That's her way of saying that's not my fault. Uh, Many feel like she that he's skirting his political duties to promote her and essentially setting her up to fail. First of all, both their their approval ratings suck. I mean, she has a record of 28 percent. But remember, she's the one that hired the PR team. She's the one that made that phony video that 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 with the child actors She's the border czar that doesn't go to the border and do a thing about it. You know, then you got the issue of the weird laughing. Newt Gingrich pointed out there's like 10 straight hours of her just laughing. And she goes to France, phony French accent, and doesn't resolve the issue that they're supposed to resolve uh in the first place. By the way, looks like President Biden was uh, didn't want to jeopardize, you know, the family syndicate business with China and didn't even bring up the issue of of the origins of the corona, of COVID-19 pandemic. He didn't discuss it with President Xi. I mean, why not? They should be paying the entire world for what they unleashed on the world. Um, then, of course, she got Kamala complaining that, you know, she's not being put in a position of to lead. To, she's not capable. Then the White House aides leapt to the defense of, of Pete Judge. And they see this as an example of unfair standard of play. Um, The Daily Mail is even reporting that the relationship has had a crisis point and her staff is feuding in what in her being sidelined. Biden is rumored to be considering moving Harris to the Supreme Court as a backdoor way of selecting a new VP. The White House is frustrated by her appalling polling numbers. Uh, Harris and her top aides are furious with Biden for handling her no-win issues like the border crisis. And they also claim the president's not defending her while looking after the white person Pete Buttigieg. That's right in the Daily Mail. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. We are on uh, Verdict Watch in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, we can, uh, look, do I think in this case, when you look at the law in Wisconsin as it relates to self-defense, do I believe the verdict in, on every charge should be not guilty? Yes, if the law is followed. But it's very difficult to predict what juries are going to do. It's you. You could stay here and and guess you know all day long, but as it relates to if you feel your life is in jeopardy or in fear of reasonable a reasonable person would conclude a fear of serious bodily harm, then in every instance with Kyle Rittenhouse that is the case. It's simple with the the star witness of the prosecution admitting under oath on the stand that he pointed a loaded weapon at kyle rittenhouse before kyle shot him and he only fired once i think he hit him in the bicep and that testimony was given just throw that charge out then you see the video of kyle rittenhouse and we'll get into this in more details in a few minutes of kyle being chased by a large group of people some may call a mob chasing him, he's running as fast as he can to get the hell out of there. And then, of course, they tip his hat off, then he's on the ground, and then when he shot this other guy, he literally was, a, you can see the foot up in the air about to smash his head into the pavement. Would a reasonable person conclude in that moment that, they're, that you're at risk of serious bodily harm or death? I think the answer is there as well. Um, Then the other testimony that, okay the, the the individual that grabbed the barrel of the gun again with you got eyewitness testimony, video testimony. And then, of course, the star witness for the prosecution's testimony. So far, we know the jury has asked for a number of things, additional copies of jury instructions and then specifically pages one through six. I think it's 40 some odd pages in total. It was confusing. If you were listening yesterday uh, to the judge, give them. They've also asked for self-defense guidelines, meaning the law Um, outside of the courtroom. Even now, as we speak, there is chanting going on, groups beginning to gather. If Kenosha don't get it, shut it down. I would assume that probably the jury is hearing those chants. You can hear it here. One thing, the accuracy of media tweeted out this, and I agree with them wholeheartedly, and I'll I'll play a montage of the mob and the media later as the Rittenhouse trial comes to a close. One thing is abundantly clear. No one is more guilty of wrongdoing than the media. And I'd add to that the politicians as well. And and literally, they said the press is an unindicted co-conspirator in the case. This happens in every single high-profile case. The only case where I would give an exception, the only case in modern memory that, you know, that I didn't... that The, the tape was so compelling. In the case of George Floyd, and again, as a martial artist, nine years now training... I can tell you that the the neck is the most vulnerable part of the human anatomy. You have somebody in handcuffs. You have somebody saying, please, sir, I can't breathe. You have a crowd begging the police officer to take his knee off his neck, and he keeps it there for nearly nine minutes. That was pretty compelling. But we on this program, we have ended up being right on Richard Jewell, Ferguson, Missouri, Trayvon George Zimmerman, Cambridge Police, Duke Lacrosse, Ferguson Freddie Gray, UVA and and of course, the biggest hoax of all the Russia conspiracy. you know the the hoax, the lie, the Trump, Russia collusion with Russia. you know it's it's insanity. Ironically, the dirty dossier was Russian disinformation. We still haven't gotten to the bottom of it, although the Washington Post making the acknowledgment, and retracting their previous reporting on the steel dossier. Where's the rest of the media? I got to give, I got to give them some props for that a little. They're four years behind us, but okay. I'll give you a few props for finally admitting it. Adam Schiff's star parts are still true. What part? There's no part of it that's been proven true. None of it. And a subsource on record saying it's not true. And they dragged this country through hell with lies for four years. Where's the New York Times, ABC, NBC, CBS? Where's MSDNC, fake news CNN? Just like they did to this kid, the Covington High School kid. What's his name? Um, Yeah, Nicholas Sandman. Just like Nicholas. I mean, uh, the only good part for him is he's going to be probably a billionaire by the end of this. And rightfully so. Even when they knew that the story had fallen apart, they never once asked this kid what his side of the story was, and they went with a false narrative. Jen Psaki was asked by Peter Ducey when he was running, you know, last year, well, you called him a white supremacist. Why did the president suggest Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist?
1: What I'm not going to speak to right now is anything about an ongoing trial, uh, nor the president's past comments. Uh, What I can reiterate for you is the president's uh, view uh, that we shouldn't have, broadly speaking, uh, vigilantes patrolling our communities with assault weapons. We shouldn't have opportunists corrupting peaceful protests by rioting and burning down the communities they claim to represent anywhere in the country. As you know, closing arguments in this
0: particular case.
2: Do you understand what she just did there? No, I'm not going to I'm not going to speak right now to anything. The president is rushing to judgment, something Obama did often. Cambridge police acted stupidly. Uh, Trayvon could be my son. No, I'm not going to speak to right now to anything about the ongoing trial of the president's past comments. Why did the president call him a white supremacist? And then what we can speak more broadly, the vigilantes. She's declaring this kid guilty in her own way basically saying he's a vigilante from uh, patrolling the community. That's not appropriate for her or the mob in the media calling this kid a white supremacist and declaring his guilt. They did all of this without any evidence, any due process, any presumption of innocence like they always do. And then they create the expectation in a city, in a town, in a state of a outcome that is never going to come based on what the facts are. Ultimately provide, like in Ferguson, my sources told me early on, Sean, trust me on this. People that I trust, trusted sources, multiple sources. There are numerous people, African-Americans in the neighborhood, that corroborate completely the story of Officer Darren Wilson. That it was Michael Brown that put his hand into the police car and struggled to take the officers gun away from him that's when the first shot was fired nobody was hit and they corroborated that michael brown charged officer darren wilson and officer darren wilson's life was in jeopardy and he fired that's why there was no guilty verdict same thing in in baltimore look what they did to these kids at duke lacrosse i actually took the time to go meet them and meet their families not that I particularly liked any of them, but that's a different story for another day. Linda, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, other strange moments. At one point yesterday, this idiot prosecutor, Binger, picks up an AR-15. And what did he do? He, this is the one that was, that, that Kyle Rittenhouse had. He points the rifle at people in the courtroom with his finger on the trigger. Now, Obviously, this idiot prosecutor doesn't know a thing about gun safety. Whether a gun is loaded or unloaded, even after even after you check and double check that there's no bullet in the chamber, you never point a gun under any condition unless you plan to use it at any human being. Couldn't believe it. Then another bizarre moment. Um, you know, well, you can't. He he, he brought a gun to a fist fight then uses an image from Patrick Swayze's film from 1989 Roadhouse where the guy's a bouncer in a bar. I, I, I just, You just can't make this up. And then Binger, you know, mocking Rittenhouse for his performance as a medic that night. Well, the guy was a lifeguard. I guess it's verbal gymnastics. And he and acknowledged that he wrapped up an ankle and I believe helped someone put a Band-Aid on a cut on their head which shows that he was there to help people. But then you got the politicians. They're doing the same thing. Corey Bush calling out Rittenhouse claims he's a white supremacist on top of Hakeem Jeffries, on top of everybody else. Corey Bush's claim that Brown was murdered is uh, false. Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren have ignored the findings of the Justice Department to accuse Officer Darren Wilson of murder even though the Justice Department found no credible evidence at all to support the claim. Hands up, don't shoot, didn't happen. On Monday, the judge had to literally tell the jury to ignore Joe Biden's comments labeling Rittenhouse a white supremacist. It's unbelievable. Let me tell you how uh, all the awful things that Joseph Rosenbaum did, the prosecutor said he tipped over a porta potty, that had no one in it. He swung a chain. He lit a dumpster on fire. Oh, and he said some bad words. He said the N-word. If he were alive today, I'd probably try and prosecute him for arson, but I can't because he, the defendant killed him. He didn't mention the five kids that this guy molested either. Was found guilty of molesting. Or the time that he spent in a mental institution. It's, it, it is unbelievable. They took twenty hours to create this this blurry image. Twenty hours in a state crime lab, a drone vintage, uh a, a drone video uh, image to produce. You can barely see anything. The prosecutor, the defense says, "Well, what did it? What he did for those twenty hours is hocus pocus." And that's what the prosecutor, the judge allowed it, but, you know, this is ridiculous. Now, all of this could be for naught anyway because the motion has not been ruled on yet as it relates to a mistrial with prejudice, which would free Kyle Rittenhouse. And the judge in this case will have the ability to overturn the jury's verdict if he doesn't think it's been fair. And he's been very clear that the prosecution repeatedly has crossed the line. When a prosecutor unwittingly, is helping make the case in support of Rittenhouse's self-defense. You know, that's why they, you know, at one point the prosecution, Kyle Rittenhouse was too cowardly to use his own fists. That's your defense? You've got to be kidding me. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen it. It's unbelievable. Prosecution was helped by the judge who decided that the jury would be given an introduction on the law of provocation. Now, the the judge agreed, but also when Kyle Rittenhouse is seen in the video running away, if he was the initiator of the conflict, they say that self-defense is out. But if he removes himself from the situation, self-defense again applies. In Wisconsin, the law of provocation states that if a defendant is an initial aggressor, He loses the right to self-defense. Okay, that would be good if they had credible evidence proving that they don't. But the video cited by the prosecutors was anything but clear. And it was so blurry, the judge shook his head and remarked, I certainly can't give a provocation instruction based on a picture that I can't make anything out of. The judge did deliver to relented, delivered to the jury the requested provocation instruction. Effectively, though, tossing the prosecutors a half a lifeline. But, the you know, the idea that they proved the case, the defendant provoked everything and forfeited his right to self-defense, that's negated by the fact that he was on video running away from trouble. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. Uh, it's just very hard to predict what juries are going to do. Uh, we'll talk to Greg Jarrett and David Schoen about this case after the news at the top of the hour. Later on, Senator Tom Cotton rightly defending Project Veritas, he's livid. He's apoplectic at the AG Merrick Garland, again, abusing power. The FBI, again, you have Project Veritas founder, CEO, James O'Keefe. He's handed from a source. He's told it's it was obtained legally, what is supposed to be the diary of Joe Biden's daughter. He can't corroborate it. So he never prints it, never does anything with it. Then he brings it to law enforcement a year ago. Now, tell me why that's the reason that they raided his house, a pre-dawn raid with him in his underwear in the morning and his neighbors looking at him. I'm telling you, we're losing our country. If you don't have the rule of law, you don't have a country. Equal justice, equal application of our laws. Look at Steve Bannon. By the way, you know, Henry Kissinger, Janet Reno, Harriet Myers, Josh Bolton, Eric Holder, Lois Lerner, Brian Pagliano... Bill Barr, Chad Wolf, guess what? They all have in common with Steve Bannon. They were held in contempt of Congress. What's the difference? Not a single one of them was ever arrested and brought into a courtroom. Does that sound like equal application of our laws to you? It doesn't to me.
1: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, Yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply.
1: Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report.